Eh, uno, es, hold on, hold on. Eh, ah, fuck it. <laughs> Hello, Tony. Hey, have I, got a, have I got a rainbow behind me? Yes, you have. <laughs> I thought I'd make you a bit gay. Is that all right? <laughs> Where the hell is that from? That's really weird. Can you not see it? It's like yeah, I can see it, but I don't know where it comes from. There's wow. no window. There's no. <laughs> There's no window up there or anything. You're freaked so, out by that, aren't you? Huh? You 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 look a little bit freaked out by this. Yeah, I'm really freaked out because there's no way that that should be coming in. <laughs> no? <laughs> Look, it's gone down my head now. <laughs> wow, what's, what's going on? That is that was really, really, really bizarre. <laughs> hey, Tony, Tony. Are we I'm, live? Yeah, we're live, yeah. <laughs> oh, hang on, let me just... I just want to pan round so you can see this... <laughs> Look, there's no, like, there's no, there's no window, there's no nothing. Who's that getting in? What the hell is that, dude? <laughs> it's an overlay. <laughs> <laughs> Why have I got a rainbow coming out of my head? Because I've got an overlay on this system that I'm playing about with. <laughs> oh, it's an overlay. Oh, you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't expecting you to react like that. When you did, I just started playing around with it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the entertainment. I could have kept that going for an hour. Oh, <laughs> I, I thought I was special. <laughs> watch, watch. It's about to move. You ready? One, two, three. Did it? Oh, you bugger. You bugger. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. Uh, I got you. <laughs> you did, you did. You got Ser- me. Serves you right for being late. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that time zones again. <laughs> yeah, we never got it sorted out from last time. It was only Emma. It's two minutes two, and last time you logged on, well, you usually log on at last minute. So I'm thinking I'll be all right. Yeah, Emma, yeah. Emma's like, did you get the time zone? I was like, I ah, better check that. Yeah, so, well, it's just it's the UK government. They keep changing the time, don't they? <laughs> that's true. Eh? Yeah, so, what is it all about? Daylight saving hours. Like, I know it's a nonsense. <laughs> It's just another yeah. way. Just another way to fuck with our reality. It just proves that they can just change time. Poof. Yeah, yeah. Just like that. Well, I think they do it on purpose in the UK because when it starts getting dark at four o'clock, it's it's super depressing, isn't it? Well, it was not the theory because it was the farmers or something like that. Some something really? to do with them. I think there's a theory that goes back something to do with them in the past. Yeah, some Yeah, but uh, it does get a bit dark in the UK, so. You could say maybe there's a reason for it, but just the whole concept of the calendar, what time makes me think of, you know, we should be living in the moment. As, yeah. as people, I've come to, you know, I've looked into this law, Article 61, Common Law. It's all well and good. You can get into it, but it just does your head in. We should yeah. be just living in the moment as brothers and sisters in a community supporting each other. It can be so simple, but ov- yeah. obviously there's psychopaths out there, so it makes it a lot harder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, it, they have to manipulate and control everything, don't they? Um, but it, it really goes, to, I've said this before, it really goes to show how insecure and weak they are because anything that seeks to control and dominate is coming from a place of lacking, right? It's coming from a place of lack or weakness. And you see that in relationships, you know, where you have a controlling partner sometimes or... Uh, or even, 
bullies as well, you know, they're yeah. insecure it's, on the inside, you know. It's because they're deeply insecure and it's because at their core they know that they're incredibly weak. And um, I think we can sometimes give uh, this system too, way too much power and we, we give it way too much credit. And um, really the only power that it has is the power that we give it in terms of our compliance and our acquiescence. And I won't be the first, I certainly won't be the last person to say that as soon as we stop doing that, then they, they don't have any power. Um, so I think, I think we need to really stop, uh, particularly in alternative media as well. I think there's a, there's a kind of mindset that this, this system is way too powerful and it will never be defeated. And, you know, but really and truly the whole thing is built on a, on a house of cards. And I've been speaking quite a lot recently about just this inherent belief in authority that people have. The idea that um, people in dark suits have the right to rule over us and dictate our lives even to the point now as to what to put in into our body. And, um, the, you know, the whole idea of, of government, which, you know, when you break it down, the Latin terms actually means to control the mind, uh, gubermente. Um, but I still find in, in alternative media, in, in sort of truth of circles, if you like, that they'll, they'll talk about how corrupt everything is and yada, yada. But then as soon as it's time to vote, they're talking about which puppet to go and vote for. And, um, you know... Well, Alex, still, Alex Jones was, certainly had a lot to do with Trump getting in. Yes, yeah, well, we see that with Trump, you know, and the whole Q thing, that there's still people, still a lot of people that are stuck in that, that mental schism, that mental dynamic, which underpins our whole entire enslavement, which is the belief in authority and, and the belief in government. And um, I don't think that we're ever going to come out of this until we drop that, because you take that away, then the whole house of cards falls upon itself. If everyone woke up in the morning and said, right, uh, this this idea of government, it's a delusion. It's not even an, an illusion. It's a delusion, a delusion of, of leaders and governments. If, if everyone woke up in the morning and thought, do you know what, I'm not going to do what uh, these tax evading, uh, warmongering paedophiles are going <laughs> to tell me what to do. Uh, I mean, it's like the people want babysitters, but we've got the babysitters from hell. And, uh, <laughs> and, and, and it's like if, if everyone decided that overnight and realized that it, it is a delusion, it's, it's like a hypnosis spell that we've fallen under, that we've given our power away to. Um, and and put down that belief system in like in the morning. Then this this whole thing is is over. It's over in the morning. But even with even within truth and alternative media, there's still a lot of people that have not evolved their consciousness to a place where they will give up that belief system. The belief that we need these psychopathic babysitters. Um, and you hear the argument. Well. Uh, who would build the roads, right? Yeah. When, was, when was the last time Boris Johnson or Biden or Trump or any other leader were, was out on the streets getting their hands dirty building roads? They don't, they don't build the roads. We build the roads. And I kind of think that we can figure it out 
right? If there's a road that needs to be built, I think we can figure it out without the say-so of these parasites. But people have that idea that we, you know, we need to be told what to do all the time. You know, I believe in humanity. I believe in um, certainly in our evolved uh, conscious state, not right now with the, with the level a lot of people are at. But let's face it, they're all going to be taken out by the jab anyway. So they're not going to be with us much longer anyway. Um, and I believe that we can figure these things out. We have to start um, believing in ourselves as a species again, going right back to as a species. And unfortunately, we have this, you know, I think it's almost like a, a collective wound of not feeling good enough, not feeling worthy. Um, we have that, a lot of us in our own personal lives through, you know, trauma in childhood, being raised by unconscious parents or bullying at school. You know, we've all got our story. Um, and so that plays out in our psyche, but it also plays out in the collective psyche as well, where we have this underlying belief that we're not good enough, we're not worthy, we have no power, you know. So so we really have to do the work on ourselves to evolve beyond that belief system. And, of course, they play on that. They're constantly propagating how worthless we are, how we're a parasite on this planet, how there's too many of us. I mean, have you ever flown over the UK or flown over Canada? Or There's, there's acre upon acre upon acre upon acre of land <laughs> where, where this planet can more, more than support what is overpopulated, and that's by design. And you'll know this, Billy, is, is, is the cities. You know, they want everyone packed in the cities, um, where all the entertainment is, the, the Willy Wonka chocolate factories, where you've got the theatres, the bars, the, the restaurants, the, the football stadiums. You've got for, all for the time being. <laughs> yeah, for the time being, yeah. Um, and, and obviously that's drawn people into the cities because they've seen it as this hub of entertainment. And then that's where they hit, they're hitting people with the chemtrails and the you know the 5G and all of that stuff. So, and they have um, lost their connection to nature as well. Yeah, exactly. The way we're living is completely abnormal. We're completely uh, out of out of alignment with nature, and uh, you know our connection to the earth. We're we're living in these concrete jungles, which uh, which we were never meant to. Um, and yeah, packed in these cities like sardines, where it's it's a lot easier to control us. Um, but yeah, so. The, the belief in authority, who would build the roads. The other, the other thing I, I, I hear a lot is that well, we, need, we need government right now. We're not ready for it, I hear. I hear that a lot in alternative media. A lot of people say that. Well, we're not ready for it now. Well, <laughs> well are we ever going to be ready for it? We've got to make that move at some point, right? There's, there's, there's going to be, there's going to have to be a, a, a time where we put, pull up our big boys and girls' trousers and say, no, it doesn't matter if we're not all ready for it. We've got to go for it because right now we, things, there's, there's already chaos. People say, well, there'll be chaos. I mean, we're walking around. You go out your front door. There's people eating, eating in masks. There's people running in masks. I mean, if that's not chaos, children are, are having stuff stuck up their nose and yeah. people are dying from, from this jab and, if that's not chaos, then I don't know what is. So if we have to go through a bit more chaos to get to the other side, then I'm of the opinion, well, so be it, bring it on. 
But a lot of people in alternative media, they're stuck there. They're still stuck with the, we need government, we're not ready for it. They've got no belief in, in humanity and what it can be and what it can create. Um, and I understand that to a point because when you look around you, you're thinking, my God, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, but um, there are many of us that are ready to step out of that. And, um, you know, we all need to lead ourselves and be our own leaders. And uh, we, we have to move past that that mental schism of, of authority, the belief in authority, um, the idea that man can give us our rights and freedoms. We're born with them. We're born with our rights and freedoms. We're already endowed with them as soon as, as soon as we pop out of the womb. No man or woman can give you those rights or freedoms. And we've bought into this delusion that, that, that these parasites give us our freedom. They, they can tell us what to do, when to do it, and, and how to do things. And it's absolute BS. We've got to move beyond it. We've well, it starts with the birth certificate. Obviously, you know, that's how we're trapped in the system. Yeah. Then everything's dependable on that, you know, your passport, etc. And, you know, uh, Paul there's just shared a link for Claim Your Straw Man. And, you know, I was talking about common law and stuff like that. Rather than us just saying, right, we're walking away from the system, I think, obviously, this, they control the system, everything about it, you know, you name it, it's controlled. So we need to kind of, like, stop giving it our money, like Amazon their money, stop feeding the beast, whatever, you know. And then slowly over that time, if we learn about our health, etc., then gravitate towards a more natural way, obviously as quickly as possible, but it's, it's like the information war because they have don't want all this information getting out there. Most people have got the cognitive dissonance. If you try to tell them, they just run a mile. Yeah. So maybe it's just us. We have to hold our ground and maybe start forming small alternative communities, which other people can see. You know, it's working for those guys. We're trapped in this hell here. Because yeah. I don't think this this jab thing, we're all led to believe it's genocide and the whole alternative media. Can we trust everyone in the alternative media? Certainly the big um, names. You've got to question them, you know? Like people, yeah. people like yourself or maybe Mark Devlin and a few others, you know, are like genuine people and you're just trying your best. But there's other ones that all of a sudden get all the fame and the glory and whatever and you're like, and they're the ones that are, you know, yeah. controlled the opposition essentially, you know? Yeah, the ones that blow up overnight and then get and get like a right. hundred thousand YouTube subscribers. They're the ones. Right. Got then you look into their past, and it's very, very dodgy. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like these documentaries when they first come out, out of the shadows and fall yeah. of the cult. As soon as they come out, I knew that was cult owned because they blew up overnight. They were, you know, they were well drilled. They were well professionally done. Yeah. Um, over a million views overnight, or whatever it was. And what was they? What were they doing? Everyone was sharing it. Everyone was going potty over them, sharing them around. And what was it doing? It was tying people into the idea that Trump's going to save them. So um, I think people need to, yeah, be very discerning um, with, um, with with even alternative stuff. Um, I mean, prime example, <laughs> you know, I got caught up in the whole vegan thing, and now we know that there's a vegan agenda. They want well, everyone. Well, no, no. Well, actually, just on that topic, you mentioned this before. So um, I know you went vegan and back to it again. And you're quite adamant in that, and you've got your beliefs. So, you know what? Actually, there's something else I wanted to talk to you about. I was just watching, I think it was your latest video, a video I watched. I don't know if you've changed your opinion on this, because I never checked the date. But you were saying these two things. First of all, that there's a 99.7% survival rate and things like this of the virus. And then, yes. you, then you went on to say that there's exosomes and there's an active element. 
Yes. But those two points, I can assure you, are actually incorrect because, as you actually did say, it's never been purified. So yeah. there is basically no COVID. So there's nothing to survive. So there's yeah. no there's no variance. It's complete fabrication. So all this stuff about the flu, I think it's very misleading. And I think yeah. we have to come on hard on that. Yes. It's, it's yeah. just particles, basically, yeah. of dead cell debris. And they're dead zip. Yeah. And I think, why, I think just to... Just to quote what I said, I think I said, if you believe the virus... Yeah, maybe possible, yeah. But yeah, I just think quoting those numbers, you know, yeah. just even saying if you believe the virus, I think we have to come in hard. Yeah. And well, the um, virus, you know, basically get that out of your head, folks. Yeah, exactly. Because once we understand that and people get that through their thick skull, then we can't deny that the government's lying to us, yeah. you know? And then well, we have a choice to make. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean... The whole germ theory, absolutely right. You know, the, the, the idea that you can just catch a cold from someone or, yeah. or catch the flu. It's like drinking 10 pints of lager and expecting someone else to get your hangover. Yeah, absolutely. And and this is, I mean, I, I didn't know about germ theory before COVID. Yeah. I mean, yes, it, makes, it makes complete sense. It makes complete sense that uh, our bodies are so unbelievably intelligent and amazing and you know, the more I understand about the body, the more respect that I have for my body and trying to, I try and look after it. But, you know, it knows when it needs to, do, the cells know when, okay, we need to detox now. So yeah. they need to release this this toxic buildup that, that we've accrued. Normally, normally you get rid of it every day, but if, if it's too much, then it has yeah. to have a system, you know? Yeah, so I think it's an overload on toxins. It's an overload on um, stress. That, that can create yep. the, the the cells to become um, distorted, if you like, and uh, I think uh, electromagnetic um, yep. issue. Exactly. Well, um, so it's those it's those things that actually chemtrails and all the toxins in the air and the food, etc. Yeah, yeah. So that it, that that those are the things. Oh, lack of nutrition as well as the That's other. Right, one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So so those are the and it's funny when I was vegan, <laughs> even so, though I was. Even when I was on the most healthiest diet, I, did, I, I was I, I got a lot of colds and flu, and and yeah. I've gone to carnivore keto um, for now coming up to a year and a half. I've not had one cold, one flu since. So, so here's the thing. I, I've, I know your stance on this, you know, I've been finding out about the virus because I'm talking to Don Lester and David Parker, you know, and I've uh, mm-hmm. done a few interviews with them, and I'm actually, I mentioned this to them because they're only believe in a plant-based diet. Mm. And I also interviewed uh, Tom Barnett, and he was telling me how good uh, raw eggs and raw chicken yeah. are. Yes. So right. basically, I said this to Don, and they said, okay, so we're going to do a program. They're going, I'm going to interview them and another uh, acupuncturist called uh, Bob Stagnito, and we're going to discuss the topic of veganism. I wouldn't have you on because I don't want to debate it, but I'm just going to give you their opinion. So maybe you could actually... You can do it now, actually. You can tell me now or you can write some information down to tell me why you think it's not a good idea. Um, how long you got? <laughs> right, come on in. Let's go for it. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, basically, I was vegan for four years. and um, Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, I was vegan for four years. And I bought into, uh, as you do, you, you... Well, actually, it didn't actually even start with the animals for me. It started with my own health issues because I was on a standard Western diet. You know, I'd just woken up and I was eating all the, the crap, if you like. And, and I and I start, I was getting really bad acid reflux and all kinds of 
stomach issues and I was like this is not right I need to start looking at what I'm eating and then I started looking at plant-based and I went vegetarian and for about a month things started to pick up I started to feel better and I thought oh there must be something in this then and um, it was at that point uh, that I started to look at like the the animal stuff and then you get hit with earthlings and you know, Cowspiracy, all these ones that are on Netflix now. There's a new one called Seaspiracy. Anything on Netflix, you know, is an agenda of the cult, basically. Um, and you've got to be some kind of robot to not uh, to, to watch these documentaries and not feel anything, right? That's why I started going down that path as well, because not so much the consumer of the animal, but that is an important element. Actually, Don and David, they wrote a book called The Nature of Reality. So when I talked to them about you, they said there is that aspect of consumer and other sentient being. But yeah. besides that, that's one aspect. But when, yeah. especially when you see what goes on in the slaughterhouses and these documentaries, and you're like, I don't want to partake in that. I don't want to contribute to that, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, the fact is, is that, yeah, I, I still don't agree with factory farming. There's other ways you can do it. Grass-fed beef, for example, is... Yeah is a much more, you know, the animal lives a, a well-lived life. And there's something energetically in the, the, the food, you know. When, yeah, that's when the thing. Adrenaline and the fear that knows it's going to the slaughterhouse, you're absorbing that, you know. Yeah, but the idea of, you know, eating sentient beings, well, this is how we've evolved to this point in our history. You know, we, we, we got here through eating animal products. You don't see a lion trying to now go vegan, right? It's It's... What we're trying to do now is fit square pegs into round holes. But um, it's not an argument for like you've probably heard the ones with the long intestinal tract, like whereas animals that eat carnivores have a short one, so the meat passes through. But we eat meat, it gets stored there. Then this mate, kind of I, mate, I used to post all that stuff. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I'm just so you, you can talk about you, it. You know? You, you know what I was like. <laughs> <as a vegan. laughs> I mean, this is the thing. I mean, I think this is why people have looked at what I've said because. Oh, God, I go. I look back with. Uh, I don't regret much, but I do regret banging the vegan drum for so long. And yeah, I mean, because I was quite. I call it passionate, but um, you know, uh, it, when I did when I did turn back, I was I was the last person that wanted to give it up. I was like, my health got so bad, and I was like, it can't be my diet because I'm on my healthiest diet. But, but were you eating organic source? Did you know where it was coming from? Fruit and vegetables, or were you still dabbling in? vegan yeah. you know, all these fake meats and stuff like that oh, so the idea that, that i didn't do it right even though well, you can't the, okay, the idea, yeah. you can't do it right. you can't do it right because it doesn't have uh, plants don't have vitamin a vitamin d b12 k2 dha there's no cholesterol the, the whole cholesterol high cholesterol thing is a lie um, we need cholesterol because it builds the, the cells in our body. You need fat because your brain's made out of fat. On a vegan diet, your brain shrinks. My memory, I lost, I lost people will know my story, I lost my memory. Um, I had a Spanish uh, teacher come, come over. We went to have, a, it got so bad, we went to have a Spanish lesson. And she asked me what the English word for hammock was. I couldn't even remember that. I couldn't remember the English words, let alone. But this had, this had been over time. I, I was getting brain fog. I was getting, I was peeing like five, six times during the night, digestive issues. I was always. Well, what having, else happened to your pee? Was there any other issues in the urinary tract? Was it like sore um, when you peed, or was it like darker color, or was there any. Um, not really, can't really remember. Was it an odor? 
but I, I was always feeling lethargic. I was always hungry. Like I'd, I'd go out and I'd eat, and then a few hours later, I'd want to eat. And the reason I was hungry is because nutritionally, I wasn't get what I was, I was nutritionally starved, right? So I was eating, but I wasn't getting the, the vitamins that I just mentioned before. I was getting, uh, you know, in, in plants, what they don't tell you in the vegan and the, the plant based propaganda is that plants have um, anti-nutrients, right? They don't want to be eaten either. And so when, you, uh, when you're eating the plants, your body can't break down. these. It's poison to the, to the human body. You can't break them down. And so when um, animals like cows, they have larger stomachs. So when they eat the plants, they're able to break down the anti-nutrients that are in the plants. And then we get the nutrients through consuming the animal. But this idea that, you know, everyone's everyone's going out and eating plant based vegan and thinking they're on the healthiest diet when you can't even access the the nutrients that are in the plant anyway. And if you think about it, you know, people say, well, you can get supplements if it's the quote unquote healthiest diet. Why would you need supplements anyway? And supplements are just synthetic. They mimic the um, nutrient or the mineral. So they'll show up in blood tests but they're not bioavailable. That's the difference. When you eat the meat, right, you are getting that, that those nutrients are bio, bioavailable to, to your body. When you're eating plants or you're trying to get them through um, supplements, they're not bioavailable. So that's the big difference. So, yes, plants do contain some of these things, but they're not bioavailable to the body. Um, so this is a huge... So- Plants in general, plants must be good for us. Some plants, obviously, some aren't. But like, what you're saying, what plants specifically? So the way I see veganism or vegetarianism, if you're coming off of a toxic Western diet, it's good for a detox for a month, maybe, right? To because you're coming out of and, and you're detoxing all. Long term, you're going to slowly starve yourself, and you can be vegan for a long time. It depends on how how much. Uh, how much how how much animal products you consumed before as to your because that when you go vegan you're living off your old um your old storage basically of nutrients so over time obviously that runs out some people can go for uh, just a few months other people can go for a few years um some people can go for a lot of years but eventually you will hit that end stage veganism. And this is why vegans will never see this point of view and they'll only see it until, and I I was the same, they'll only see it until it happens to them. And as I said before, I was the last person that wanted to give up veganism. I was very passionate about it, but I I couldn't deny the the amount of issues that I was having with my health and it's it, it all cleared up as soon as I went back to eating, and now I eat I eat four egg yolks a day, not the white, because the white the white of the yolk also has anti nutrients to protect the egg. So the, I have the egg yolk, raw milk, raw yogurt. I mean, why do you think raw milk is is banned in most places? It's banned in the states. I think Canada it's banned. Um, the UK it's very difficult to get hold of. It's the pasteurized milk is toxic. When it goes through that process, it's the pasteurized stuff that is that causes us damage. That's that's unnatural to us. 
if you, if you, Louis, Louis Pasteur comes from the guy that invented the fake germ theory. So, well, there you go. <laughs> right. So, so if you're eating raw yogurt, raw dairy, all that kind of stuff. What, what, uh, let, let, me, let me just one second. I just want to grab a book that I, I recommend everyone to read. One second. <laughs> well, there you go, folks. Obviously. I'll show this video to Don and David and then they'll come back. So this guy, he's, he's, it, this book is written by a guy called um, Jonas van der Plaats, right? He disappeared very and under very suspicious circumstances. This book called The Primal Diet, okay, it costs about $50 on Amazon. And we know that any book worth reading is going to be expensive on Amazon, right? Yeah, my book's, my book's 75. This guy healed, healed his son from cancer um, by raw meat, yogurt, um, raw yogurt, raw milk, egg yolks, raw custard. I've never even, can't even remember even trying raw custard. Um, Palo, um, butter, um, not, not pasteurized, grass-fed butter. Um, and he he basically turned his son's health around and, and actually healed a lot of other people and, and obviously he wrote a book the primal diet i would recommend everyone to read it um it blows the whole vegan thing out of the water and um have you ever heard of gerson therapy gerson yeah i've heard of that but again that, that's almost like a detox thing it's not a it's not a like you're not you're not eating gerson over the the period of i don't know years are you um, yeah, they go for well, for a month or whatever. Maybe, yeah. maybe you do, but there's that other guy, the fruitarian guy. Um, I forget his name. What's his name? But someone on my Facebook followed his protocol, and she's dead now. Well, that, <laughs> is that the guy, the kind of coloured guy, light coloured guy, and had the tattoos? No, he's he's an older guy. I forget right. his name. I don't know why I forget his name, but um, it will come to me in a minute. But yeah, he's he's propagating this fruit and fruit diet and all this stuff, and um, it's all it's all just another layer in the matrix. It's all BS underneath another layer of BS. Yes, a Western diet, a normal Western diet, McDonald's, all that. I'm not promoting any of that stuff. Of course, that's bad. I, I promote now. I promote keto carnivore, um, very uh, good sourced meat. Um, and um, yeah, so so basically, uh, it, it's a whole agenda, and we see it now with Bill Gates um, with his fake meat. They want everyone vegan. They want everyone on this fake meat. Um, and yeah, it, it's just another agenda, and um, it's it's one that is is obviously it's trapping a lot of people because you think that you're eating this healthy diet when you're not. Um, and you're you're nutritionally starving yourself, and the big, big, huge lie in it all is cholesterol thing, because they they say that eggs and food, uh, eggs and meat, you know, it's too too much cholesterol, and then what they do is they'll give people statins, which do kill people early. So you need a, more cholesterol, the better. Um, and what they've done is, of course, like they invert everything; they've inverted the food pyramid. So they've now got all the, the greens, the fruit and veg at the top of the pyramid and meat and dairies at the bottom. We know that they invert everything. Every, everything about this world is an inversion. And the same thing they've done with the, the, the food. And uh, 
it's been slow propaganda down the years, probably started with Popeye and spinach, which is full of, um, uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it's full of oxalates, which are, which are toxic to the human body. Um, kale and all that stuff. I mean, this is why, right? It's so obvious now I look back, right? Why do vegans have like fake sausages, fake tofu? I've never got that one. Like, why is, why, like, even I work in a food factory and it's like, it's this product called no chicken and bacon. Yeah. What do you mean? Well, why make it be like it at all? Why do you want to eat it? (laughs) Scrambled tofu. And the reason is is because subconsciously they're still craving egg. They're still craving sausage. They're still craving these things. So they buy this fake meat and it kind of mimics the taste and they, and they feel like they're getting what they're missing when actually they're not. They're still nutritionally devoid. These fake meats are nutritional. And, and actually they're made of chemicals. Um, and, and a lot of vegans are getting hooked on the vegan junk food, and which is basically you might as well be on a Western diet. And um, so a really, a really good documentary I would recommend listeners to watch is called um, The Oiling of America. I've seen that one actually yeah, back in the day. Yeah, basically, what it talks about is that it's not the meat um, that is killing people; it's the processed vegetable oils that people are cooking all their food in. It's the carbs, it's the pastas, it's the breads, it's all these things that are that are not natural to us. It's not bioavailable food to us. Meat is is part of you know it's it's all it it just saturates straight away when you eat it. Um, and so it talks about how over the years, what they did is they phased out things like tallow and lard and all this stuff that we've been told is really unhealthy. And they phased in these, um, these vegetable oils and these processed oils. And that, <laughs> and, that, and that is what is causing the artery damage. And that is what is causing the diabetes and the heart disease and the heart attacks and the heart failures. It's not meat. It's not eggs. It's not dairy. This is the this is the the deception again. They they want you to think that it's meat and dairy with all the propaganda. It's the processed vegetables. If you look in that film, uh, The Oiling of America, um, they they um, they review a cookbook from a hundred years ago, and it's all tallow, lard, you know, bacon. There's no there's literally I think there's like asparagus soup. That's the only. <laughs> That's the only thing that that has any kind of vegetables or fruit or anything like that. And um, interesting. So yeah, I, I recommend uh, that anyone listening to this they, they they watch the Oiling of America. It's on YouTube. Um, and and definitely definitely read this book because it blows out the water all this plant based vegan propaganda that we're being fed now. And um, as I say, I'm not I'm not a fan of factory farming. There are there are other ways that do it that are more. And the other thing as well, right, Billy, is veganism isn't even the most um, conscious diet out there. What they don't tell you is that vegans kill more insects, mammals, small birds, rodents, snakes than than someone on a on a, a grass fed beast beef diet because of monocultures because of the, the the crops and 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 all that stuff so vegans think that they're on this really highly conscious diet and they're saving all the animals if you're on a grass-fed beef diet you're saving way more animals than you would as a vegan way more animals well the animals are kept for the pro- produce really 
you know, it's the whole purpose of people having breeding these animals. So people say if you didn't use them and eat them, they would kind of drift it. But the thing is, as a vegan, you don't care about rats and mice and field mice and snakes mm. and birds and, and spiders. And you, you don't care about them. All you care about, because you're told to care about, is pigs, chickens and cows and lamb. Mm. And, and that's all you're told to care. It's, it, what that is is speciesism, right? Because you're basically saying that <laughs> I, I don't care about all those, even though all, these, all my big monocultures are killing all these billions of animals and small rodents. I don't care about them. I only care about pigs, chickens and cows. So it's hypocritical as well. So what about people then who eat pigs and cows, but then they say, you know, the South Koreans eating dog, that's wrong or whatever? Is that not um, Well, I mean, personally, I wouldn't like to eat dog, but <laughs> different, different cult. I mean, here in Mexico, they eat crickets, right? I mean, right. the cult culturally, there's there's different variations wherever you go. Um, but um, you know, you're probably you're probably still going to get more nutrition out of that than you would a, a, a piece of kale. And the thing is, it tastes like shit. Why do you think when you have, when you when these vegans have this, they're, they're piling on all the sauce and trying to like cover it with different stuff? Because it's rabbit food. It tastes like rabbit food to us. It's not nice, you know. <laughs> it's, it's, you put uh, brown sauce, put brown sauce in that in your meat as well. You make that more. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, a lot of people could just eat a steak on its own without any kind of sauce. Um, yeah. You know, you, d- you don't need to cover it all with all this dressings and all this other stuff. And I mean, can anyone really turn around and say they like eating raw kale or they like <laughs> spinach or anything like that? Um, but yeah, so yeah. That's when I was in Turkey, they've done a nice, uh, they've done different me- uh, meals, they're called, in Spanish, sir. Messi, uh, tepe, what they called? You know the small. You get a selection of tapas, tapas yeah. in Sp- Spain. The mezze, I think, in Turkish. Anyway, they've done a good one with aubergine and a good one with spinach, but mm-hmm. it took a long time to prepare it. But anyway, so if it's prepared right, but just eating them raw mm. is no very exciting. But yeah, you can do nice things with them. <laughs> and the other thing is, most vegetables and fruit and vegetables they're hybrids anyway. If you look at, you've shown some pictures of actually what. Bananas and that used to look like. <laughs> if you look at the original carrot, it was purple. If you look at the original banana, it was about that big with seeds in it. So a lot of the fruit and vegetary, and it's not, it's not natural. It's not organic. It's not organic to this planet. They've hybridized it. Um, so again, it's it's more deception. And of course, they spray it all with pesticides and and all this yeah. stuff. Thank you. Yeah, and so what? What I what I when I was getting a lot of colds and flu as a vegan, I, I can see clearly it was toxic overload from all this. I wasn't getting nutrition. I was probably eating a lot of the chemicals and stuff. And uh, there you go. It's, it's um, just one thing you said there. I just picked up on you. You said a couple of times. You know, keep saying planet. We're so used to saying that. I just wondered what your view in the flat Earth thing was, and where you think space and gravity and these things are another kind of um, story. Do you think we're on a ball spinning at a thousand miles per hour, etc.? All I would say on that is that I don't believe NASA. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Give um, <laughs> us a straight answer. Yeah, I mean, I don't, um, I don't know if it's flat, round, oblong, triangle, hollow, whatever. And to be honest, I, I really, 
don't care, right? I, I, I think that what's happening on the planet is more important than what, what shape it is. I mean, but if it's obviously fat, then it's another way to prove like the virus that they're lying to us again. So we need to come to that consciousness like this. If it's another, to me, I think it's like a Freemasonic creation. All these things, all these different cabals and Zionism and whatever. It's all the Freemasons. They're all controlling this shit. They create these things like dinosaurs. All these stories. History is just a big fucking lie. We get sold these stories. They're going with this COVID narrative. People believe the lie. We're left at the side going abba abba, and they just plod on. Yeah. But, Can I just mention someone in the chats just brought up a good point? Uh, Diana Phillip. Um, she mentions uh, liver there. Yeah. Um, what I want to mention is animal organs are the most nutritious food on the planet. Um, a piece of liver, heart, they are so dense in nutrition and they're very hard to come by nowadays. I mean, you can get them still in supermarkets, but there's not the choice that there used to be. Um, and it's interesting that. There's so much organ harvesting that goes on in the on the planet as well, because who knows what these elite eat. But I do know from reading this book um, and from, you know, looking at other information about this, uh, if you can get animal organs in your diet, you're 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 cooking on gas with the amount of nutrition that you're going to be able to intake. And just as Tom Barnett mentioned the raw chicken, do you eat it raw? What's the benefit of raw meat then in your world? <laughs> um, um, so I, I personally haven't eaten raw chicken, but I know where he's coming from. Um, there's the, there's the whole idea that you get you know, you get salmonella and all that stuff. But from what I understand, it's cooking the meat that can cause the, the bacterial. Burnt meat is carcinogenic, right? Um, so yeah, I've I've eaten raw steak. Um, I've, I've done that a few times because when you cook food, it loses its nutritional value. So the less you cook it, the more nutritional value it has. Um, and it might freak a bit people out or seem a bit disgusting, but, um, you're actually going to get way more, uh, nutrition from eating, eating these things raw. So I haven't personally eaten chicken because I prefer steak to chicken, um, but I, 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 am a, I, I agree with what he's saying. But the other thing is as well, just on that point, is we talk to people now and it's like they feel bad for eating meat. And then they'll say, well, I, only, I don't eat red meat anymore. Like, like that's some, something positive. Red meat contains heme iron, which is absolutely vital to our, the function of, of our body. And, and so what they've done is they've demonized red meat. And now people are, are like, they'll say, well, I eat chicken or I eat fish, but I don't eat red meat. Like red meat's some kind of bad thing when, when it's not. We, we absolutely need the heme iron that's, that's contained in red meat. This is what's happened throughout our hundreds of thousands of years of history. Yeah. Well, it's a very good point you make. As I said, we'll obviously raise them with Don and David, let them see your interview and reference them, the book of the one to investigate it and, Obviously, they'll have their viewpoint on it because they've been vegetarian and then vegan for a number of years. Don't memory. <laughs> if, if you had spoken to me a year and a half ago, I would have agreed with everything they said. Um, yeah. But I got, you know, it was only through my own Ill, Ill health that I, I was like, I need something. I need something more. And um, I remember the first time I ate a tuna, uh, I, my brain started tingling. The first time I ate a tuna, it was like my brain was so starved of what it needed it i could feel it was like rebuilding itself as soon as i put that that uh tuna in my mouth it was bizarre i, was, I said to, to my partner at the time i was like 
you're not going to believe this, but my brain's tingling. I can feel tingling in my head. And, um, yeah, the vegan agenda. I mean, we see it now. Anything the New World Order's pushing, I mean, come on, guys. It's like Bill Gates. Bill Gates wants us vegan, right? That should tell us everything. And I know there's a lot of resistance there. Vegans have, have got a good, kind heart. I know where they're coming from. I was them. You know, I was vegan. Um, and I know the angle that they're coming at it from, but you, it's more of a, it's more, it's, a, it's just another scam. And eventually you will get sick. Eventually, it may take a year, may take three years, may take 10 years. Eventually you're going to hit end stage veganism and, and you're going to see it for what it really is. And I would just say to vegans that are listening to this or vegetarians, vegetarians are still getting a little bit of nutrient through the eggs and the cheese. If you are feeling ill, please consider that it might be your diet, probably will be your diet. And, uh, you know, I know what it's like as a vegan. (laughs) There's not been one vegan or vegetarian that I've spoke to since that have said that they don't feel great, right? Every vegan, it's it's almost in the doctrine because veganism is cult. You must say that you feel great (laughs) when behind closed doors. And I saw this when I came out of the vegan closet, I was getting messages on Facebook and emails Tony, I'm glad you've come out. I've been feeling really rough. I've been scared to, to say what I feel. Because you can't. You're in that vegan cult. And to say that you feel bad or even acknowledge that you feel bad, that it might be because of your diet, it goes against all the rules of veganism. So if you're vegan, vegetarian, you, the other thing as well, I've got so many points to make about this, but <laughs> you can um, – you can basically, uh, when you're, you get so used to feeling like crap that you forget how good that you can feel. And for me, at the end, I, I was just, it was almost like, I feel, don't feel great, but maybe this is just, maybe it's, you blame, maybe it's the 5G, maybe it's the, the chemicals, maybe it's this, maybe it's that. But ultimately, it's probably a lot to do with diet. And um, so we well, can, I think diet is very important. There's no doubt about that. You know, yeah. all the chemicals and stuff are putting in. I don't think it's particularly good, but you're making quite a good case for you know what you're saying. And actually, Stephen Magnus said something. I I was going to make that point myself. A lot of animals will go for the organs first, and then the scavengers will kind of pick up on the meat. You know, absolutely, absolutely. Liver and bacon, what your nan used to cook, right? All these things, what your nan used to cook, lard, tallow, you know, all this stuff, and you, you can use it like. It sounds mad, but you can use it on your skin and all this kind of stuff, like egg yolk on your skin, a real natural moisturizer, Um, you know, tallow, lard, all this stuff. I found out so much um, through reading this book that you can do with with, uh, animal products. Yeah. When you said, does that book talk about a specific diet then? Does it recommend the keto diet? Uh, it's, It's basically raw meat. Uh, raw egg yolks, uh, raw custard, raw milk. Um, yeah, basically primal diet, which I guess is our species-specific diet, which is now what we're trying to change into vegans. And can you get your hands on that stuff? Can you? Sorry? You said source it. You know, can you source it there in Mexico? If you got a place to get, oh, yeah, 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 Mexico. It's easier than Britain, obviously. You know. Yeah, yeah, Mex- Mexico. You can get anything. Right. <laughs> yeah, I have to a, pay a visit. That's a great thing with Mexico. But um, can you get a fake COVID passport if you need to get the country? 
We should get a jab. I can get, I can get, I can get a PCR test. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. Yeah, yeah, but we'll see. We'll see when the they. You know, from when they roll out all the other BS here. But um, just a point, just to briefly change topic. We've got ten minutes left. I just wanted to talk to you briefly about what's happened in New Zealand that you've talked about recently with the quarantine camps. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's this is the start of you think concentration camps? Obviously, it's actually seems to be and in Australia. They're introducing the China system. The what do you call it? Social scoring thing as well. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, Israel, I, I, I worked with a client in Israel and she's telling me you can't do anything without the jab. You, you, you can order shopping online. And she showed me her QR code, the green passport. She held it up on, my, on the Skype call. She said, this is what we've got. And there's like a little, it was just on a piece of paper. It's a QR code and with a green square at the top. And she said that, that the shops asked to see it when, when you walk in, she said that some shops are not asking for it, so not everyone's complying. But she said that you know the vast majority of, of people are. Um, and now they she said that the authorities are, are sort of hunting down the people that haven't been jabbed, and, and they're looking to, to build like a, a two stage society of those who've been jabbed, those that haven't, those that haven't have got to stay in lockdown. Um, yeah. So it's very real what's happening for sure. And then, yeah, from what you mentioned there, the, the quarantine camps, we know where it's going. It's just, you know, how many of us are going to stand up to it to make it impossible for them to get away with it all? Yeah, it's not looking too good, basically, because I was in Glasgow in uh, George Square. A few weeks previously, Rangers had won the league. There were 6,000 of them all doing the bouncy bouncy. Yeah, then, then basically... You know, we're there just with 30, 40 people all trying to speak out against missing children and educate people and stuff. And the guys do it every week there. It's just you think people, especially there's a million and a half people in Glasgow, a few more of them would turn up and have a bit of a brain to say, let's, we have to take action. We have to educate ourselves on, first of all, you mentioned earlier about the, the belief in authority that we have. The government's supposed to be servers. You know what I mean? It's supposed to be there for the good of the people. And yeah. they're just all of a sudden we're dictators and we're just going to roll with this one and we're all following along because yeah. of the training, etc. And it's not just a case, I think, of limiting ourselves to mainstream media. We have to actually detox. As I was saying about the system, it's we're all sitting here going down rabbit holes talking about all this stuff, but meanwhile we're not out there mm-hmm. doing things that we need to do in the community and learn how to survive ourselves. Yeah. It's kind of a trap, this, even the internet thing. Yeah. I think it's very important. We have it here in where I am, which is really nice. That we, we've got a, a group that meet up once uh, once every week, and anyone that's kind of half awake, we, we invite. And so we're trying to build those communities that you talk of there. And then you know, so when shit does hit the fan, you're not going to be alone, right? You're not going to, yeah. or, or it, not even waiting for shit to hit the fan. You know, just trying to get something together. Um, even even if it's just two or three people, you know, just for the just for the the feeling of being able to download to to another human that understands face to face. Because as you say, we're we're all online. Um, but I I noticed, you know, back back when I was in the UK, um, I was organising these meetings around the country, and and then there'd be people like, oh well, I'm in Norwich or I'm in I'm in Norfolk, and I can't. Do, I, what can I? I'm like, 
why don't you get people together where you are? Like there's always people are always waiting. Oh yeah, definitely. They're always uh, waiting for other people to organise things, and 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 it, 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 that's not how it should work. We should, you know, we should look at our own communities and say, okay, well, let, I'm here. There's got to be at least two or three other people around me that I know. Let's sort. Let's even if you you get get everyone round for for tea and biscuits for a few hours, like start organizing, start growing these uh, little bubbles of communities of, of white people. It's, it's, it's so sad what's happening. Like, I was in a works canteen and I walked in and it used to be a place of activity. Like Everyone would have their break at the same time, overlapping more or less, or a little bit busy, banter, you know, normal life. And now you walk into it now, it's all isolated single desks all facing the same direction it's like a morgue you basically have people yeah. sitting on their phone it was like what the fuck is actually happening why is nobody questioning this insanity in yeah. one year it's been bizarre yeah well I, th- I think a lot of people are they're kind of they're done you know spiritually <laughs> spiritually spiritually they're done their souls their souls gone if you like and um, you know they're just playing it out waiting to kind of to die almost. Um, There's actually a guy at work who knows all about the agenda and he's the only one I can really talk to if I wanted to talk to him about it but he just goes around with his mask up the new walking around like that and if I talk to him about it it's going the end is nigh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's it. Most people are defeated. They, they, they gave up on themselves a long time ago. Um and we can't rely on those people. And you know, let's face it, those people are they're probably going to be wiped out soon anyway, as as harsh as that sounds. Um, so, yeah, organise. Don't wait for other people to organise in your area. Get together. You know, be the leader. Be the leader in your community and inspire others to be the leader. Um, and, and, you know, we know the system doesn't want us to come together. Um, that's probably part of the reason for the lockdowns as well. Um, that's the reason for all these plastic bits of perspex going up everywhere. You know, you're even working on a line with somebody or close to somebody. There's perspex between us. You pull it back to actually see them, and you know, what I mean, it's it's all division. There's a there's yeah. a you know those picnic desks you get, you yeah. the bench. They've got them with four yeah. bits. You know, like a prison. You're looking through the, the perspex to have a cup of tea with somebody. It's like, come yeah. on. Yeah. yeah, you know, and you never know where it's going. I mean, hopefully it won't get that bad, but if you've got a community of 10, 20 people, like someone needs some eggs, someone's got some chicken, someone's growing some whatever, they can, you know, and then you're all band together and you just don't know when you're going to need that community. And, and I think they've done, like you say, they've done so much, especially down the south of the UK, where I'm from. I mean, there is no community, really. I mean... You know, there's it's every every man out for himself up in the north of England and probably where you are in Scotland. At least neighbours talk to each other still. Yeah. Um, you know, it's so. I Do mean, you think I'm there like, was an agenda to bring all the immigrants into the UK to obviously divide and conquer? It's like. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that was used for yeah di- division and and you know to, to multiculturalism does that. You have yeah, yeah, to yeah. together. You know, they're stronger. Yeah to stoke the fires of hate and all of that. So, yeah, that, that, that definitely tied into it. But regardless, we're all human, so yeah. it shouldn't really matter where people are from, but that ties in with the whole patriotism, mind, mind control thing where people get attached to a piece of land that their mum and dad just happen to have sex on, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, 
but yeah, I think I think coming together in small groups and communities is vital right now. And uh, you know, you never know when you're going to have to stand together in, in, unison, in unison. It's it's much it's going to be much more effective doing that in numbers than it is just on your own. So, oh yeah, and and just as I say, just for the just to be um, just for the connection and being able to download your fears, your feelings to, to someone that gets it. You know, yeah. well, so uh, unburdening yourself as well uh, actually yeah. helps. If you carry everything in your head and you think you're all alone, that's part of the stress that makes us ill and stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's it's so important that we come together. Yep. So, we've got well, anything you want to say to wrap up, Tony? I'll let you go to the top of the hour. <coughs> uh, no, not really. Just uh, you can check me out on the YouTube bit shoot, my website transcendingtimes.org. Um, and Instagram, I guess it's uh, you can find me on there if you want to follow me. You've also got a Telegram group as well. Yeah, I'm on Telegram, Facebook as well, but I'm banned on Facebook. I can't post on YouTube for two weeks. Um, yeah, yeah. But Telegram group is quite popular and quite active. If people want to get into that, yeah. yeah. What's yeah. the New Age whistleblower Tony Sears? Yes. Yes. And, and yeah, I'm just, I guess just finishing off on what I said before, if, if you're a vegan, plant-based vegetarian and your health's not on point, please just consider that you might not be getting what you need in your diet. Okay, well next time I'll talk to you, I'll have talked to Don and David about the veganism thing, so I'm looking forward to their side of it. It's been very interesting listening to yours, so thanks for your time again, Tony, and we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Yeah, see you, Billy, thanks for all you do. Thanks for everyone for watching and we'll see you in the next one. Take care. Bye-bye.